Welcome into the High Yellow Podcast. I'm your host, David West, with another special guest with me. Good guy, man. My guy, Ezla Lewis. How are you, bro? I'm amazing. How are you, man? I'm amazing, too, bro. I'm amazing now that you're amazing, man. It's uh, it's good to have you. It really is, man. I appreciate you taking your time out of your day to come chop it up for me for a little bit. For sure, of course. I know you just uh, got in, man. So, again, I know mm-hmm. time is really luxury. I'm just not learning that, right? So, I, I mean, is, you're a yeah. busy guy, man. So, <laughs> I appreciate you, bro. Sure, of course, man. Thank you. Sure yeah, so, too, uh, so. Oh, say, say it again. I said, I'm sure you're busy, too, so you know. I'm getting there, yeah, man. But I feel like uh, I feel like you manage your time pretty well, man. I, I feel like I learned a lot from you specifically on the fact that um, uh, yeah. just I've, I've kind of watched your business grow into what it is right now. Um, and and I've, I watch how you manage your brand, man. I've, I've learned a lot just from watching you from the outside, man. I met mm-hmm. you once. and I'm glad. Yeah. Yeah. I've, we've chopped it up once. And uh, ever since then, bro, I've been kind of following the brand, bro. I, I don't know if you remember, I randomly came to one of your uh, showcases back in Houston a while ago. I think so, yeah, because you do, like, he's super familiar, so I was like, yeah, no, I definitely met him. We definitely Yeah, bro, and it was mad dope, man. And again, bro, I, I feel like the way you handle yourself and your business, bro, is, uh, I can learn a lot from it. And uh, people watching, I think, can learn Thank a lot you. from it, too, so. Um, you, I guess, That's so cool. I kind of just give you a quick introduction, man. Um, mm-hmm. My guy, Ezra Lewis, uh, Palacos designer. Uh, you do a lot of things, bro. You're a very well-versed guy. I, I know you do Thanks. photo books. Uh, I, yes. I think you have a mixtape out, bro. Uh, I do. Home decor, I do. man. You do yes, a lot of man. things, bro. I think it's mad yes. dope. So, uh, thank you. I, I, that's a little short introduction, but I'll let you kind of, yeah. I'll let you you kinda, yeah, you're good. You're good. Yeah, I'll let you kind of tell you. Uh, I'll, I'll let you introduce yourself, essentially, just because I know you're a very well-versed guy, but I don't want dis- to discredit the uh, crap of yours. Thank you. No, that was, that was perfect. I mean, you said a whole bunch of all that. Honestly, yeah, I just um, usually when I introduce myself, I'll just say I'm a creative director for a lot of different things. Uh, yeah, creative director for all the things that I just, you know, I'm interested in and want to be good at or kind of learn that element in a sense. So, yeah, creative director of life. <laughs> Yeah, man. I feel like was uh was Palicos your brand sort of the was that the like the first thing that came out or like the one of your that was that the first endeavor for you or what kind um, of started the, it? The first endeavor ever was um I was seventeen and I was in high school and um it was on like all you know, like SoundCloud rap was like the number one thing. Yeah. And I was like, that's so cool. So me and my friend uh, we used to come to my house and I had like a Mac computer and use GarageBand and use these Apple headphones, like literally these Apple Bro, headphones. me too, bro. I'm with yeah. you. Yeah, and like Google, like uh, YouTube, like, you know, type beats, like just random type beats, like Playboy Cardi um, type yeah. beat or, or other, or Tori Moore type beat, just like different type beats and just kind of, you know, use them and lay my voice onto it. Um, edit it and try to learn how to use GarageBand and just posted it just to get like a following on like, you know, social media, in a sense, in America. And um, that's what I first started getting into. And then um, I started working retail and really fell in love with, like, fashion retail and, like, that system. And I was like, I want my own, like, brand. Like, even if it's just clothes, like, anything. Like, I just want a brand and I want to own it. Yeah. And it just came up in mind. And since I was working fashion retail and that's what got my interest really, like, hooked. I just like so so music. Kind of uh, it was music before fashion. Yeah, you, yeah, it was music at first, but it was just like for play. But it was also like yeah. I did it on purpose to myself up for success. Like every person that followed me through, like um, 
you know, the music part, I used to always tell them in DM, like, oh, I'm going to have a brand too called Palicos and stuff. I used to, like, make Travis Scott fan pages also. Yeah, that's, yeah, who's in there? That was a cool moment of life at 17. (laughs) (laughs) Every single person that followed me, like, my thing was just, if you follow me, like, I'll DM you and um, tell you, like, Palicos is, like, the main focus of this reason why this social media happened. Like, like, Travis Beck, Palicos was originally a Travis Scott fan page. <laughs> Whoa, that's so. insane. That's actually insane, bro. I like I said, bro. I had my little rap career a little stunted, man. I, it was a very brief thing, bro. We uh we 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 retired very quickly. Uh, yeah, but we was definitely uh we was doing the SoundCloud rap for a little while. The start is like you have any you haven't written you, the start is like the most funnest part. Like you know you know that you can do it. If you wanted, if you wanted to, you know, for that. So you, you did that one part. You experienced it. So that's like a cool yeah. thing. For sure, man. That's interesting, bro. I thought, I thought. See, I from the research I did, I thought basketball was the first uh, endeavor. Is that just like a that like a side hustle, or was? Well, no, basketball. Actually, yeah, endeavor-wise, yeah, creativity with music and stuff. But like basketball was like my first. Yeah. Basketball, like oh, I used to play basketball like all high school. Dang, how'd you know that? But I used to play basketball like all high school, like. In middle school, and that was like my first like passion thing. I wanted to play for the Japanese yeah. basketball so bad. I still do. I still would. <laughs> no, that's that's dope, bro. That's uh, like I said, that's kind of the what my researchers um taught us where I've seen you kind of grow from, man. Hold on, mm-hmm. one second. What what's the, what's the issue? Oh, it's on my back of my door. Yeah. Back of my door. Yeah. Sorry about that, man. Let's keep it going. No, um, yeah. Um. Jeez, man. Let's see. Uh, so, yeah, but actually, man, a, a thing I like to do with most people, bro, is kind of start off with the journey, man. I feel like that's always uh, very important. I think your journey is super dope, bro, and the fact that, if I'm not mistaken, you 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 came from Tokyo. Were you born in Tokyo, or were you... Uh... I was born in uh, Sasebo, Japan. It's, it's Japan, but Sasebo, Japan, and then I um, moved to Tokyo when I was, like, probably eight, and... Um, started living there and growing up there in Yokosuka. It's like about like 30 minutes from Tokyo, but I just generally say Tokyo because it's easier for people. Yeah. And, you know, we all go to the military period but we moved a lot. You know, like moved to London, lots of parts of Japan and like San Diego. But when I first moved to like America for overall, I was like 15 years old and we moved to Houston. Um, and I kind of just started like, you know, I guess growing up from 15 on to now in America and just kind of experiencing that. I do the best I can to kind of just like bring what I grew up from into here because I play like meeting all these different people in America and meeting all these just you know in Houston in general is so diverse but it's like completely different from what we grew up in too so it's like maybe yeah. able to bring translating that into like all the things that I do whether it's like basketball or music or design or whatever the case may be it's like for sure like been the journey so far I I want to believe so. Yeah, word, bro. That's mad dope, man. Like I said, I don't, I don't think I've ever met a cat that's actually from out of the states, man. So I mean, I feel like you have a very interesting perspective and in how you've kind of um, come, you how you transitioned to Americans, kind of developed this whole brand, man. Um, it's it's mad interesting, man. I feel like you have a very interesting perspective, bro. For sure. I guess yeah. what kind of um. Sort of the some of the key differences, I guess, uh, that you've noticed from living in the two places. And do you frequently, do you still frequently uh, travel to Tokyo? Well, travel to Japan specifically? Yeah, 
we, we, we just got, we went back about a year now, a year ago. We, we don't, we try to go at least every two, three years. Um, hope we were trying to go again this year, but you know, the whole pandemic. But, um, yeah. but I still keep in contact with everyone there and everything. But the biggest difference is like, you know, going to public school for the first time. Like, because, you know, in, in Japan, we went to like these um, dog schools, which are like, school for military kids like if your dad or parent was you know stationed in japan like all these kids go to this one school on the base and you know it's kind of technically a private school so going from there to going to public school in america in houston texas with fights and just like kids being disrespectful to teachers and all that crazy stuff i was like mind blown like you do this because if you did that over on the base like you'd get kicked out the base maybe or you would get kicked out of school and have to go to Japanese school or something or something like extra would happen, you know, so everyone had the, that consequence, but there's not that consequence here. So it was kind of just like everyone was just expressing themselves at the age of however they wanted. And that, that was a beautiful thing to kind of see, you know, when I realized that I was like, whoa, it's a lot more, it's not as um, controlled, you know, in America, but it still is. But like growing up in that like, on a military base is like a whole different like thing, for sure. No, that's insane, bro. I also seen that you was uh, if I'm not mistaken, you were you were you were thinking about going to the Navy as well, huh? Dude, yeah. What? Yeah, man. I'll be doing some research, man. I'll be trying to have good interviews, bro. I yeah. love that. Thank you. This is about my favorite one of my favorite podcasts. Ever. Uh, no, I wanted to go to the Navy. I wanted to go. I still did. I, I, mean, I, I still have like thoughts of going sometimes just to experience that because that's something I grew up with and like kind of seen happen, you know, with my dad, through my dad. And I've always respected that kind of work ethic to uh, a way higher level. And, um, but I was going to go, I was in college for, I was in college for dentistry and at Stephen F. Austin, and I was going to leave because I was going to you know, go to the Navy, because I like school, but right, let's go experience it, you know, I'll make Yeah, I didn't want, I did want to talk about that as well, yeah. yeah. I was like, it's an experience that I'm down for, it. and then, like, right when I left college, I went to California, and I made these band shoes, and I just put it on, I took a picture of it, and it, like, went viral, super viral, and the crazy thing was, like, that, the, the day I was going to come back from California, I was going to go to the, to take my ASVAB test, and, like, you know, sign, go, go to the Navy, like, immediately, but those shoes blew up and I just felt like it was a sign from God and the universe, like, you know, keep pushing, like, don't give up on Palicos just yet, like, kind of formulate it some more, just, just keep going, we'll, and we'll give you, we'll, yeah. and they gave me that virtual kind of um, prize or just blessing, in a sense, because it was definitely a blessing, I got, there was a that really switched our brand around in a sense like even if it didn't look like it in the you know, externally like internally like it really did a lot of things for us rather if it's like meeting all these new manufacturers like getting in contact with like specific people that we need to be you know in contact with to make this brand an actual company that i've envisioned for the rest of eternity you know so it's like yeah. it was it, it was a good play-by-play -play for sure like i'm grateful every single moment for it. I'll never forget that. Yeah, man. What's interesting, bro, is one thing that we have in common, man, is uh, like you talked about it. You moved to California. Uh, you withdrew from uh, college and you moved to California, bro. I actually withdrew from college and uh, yeah, I withdrew from in 2016 and moved to Richmond, Cali, bro. Oh, shit. Yeah. I didn't went there to visit somebody and I was just like going there just for fun. Like it was like my first time 
buying the yeah. plane tickets. So I was like, yeah, I'm going back up. And I went for a week. It was popping. It was fire. I played basketball at this. What part? Uh, what part? Chico, California. Oh, is that? No, oh, no, 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 that is. It's it's the most. I think honestly, that's the most beautiful part of California. Like if I had a, if I, when I make a house in California or a studio, I'll make it in Chico, California. The the mountains and the wood and just the drive. Oh, it's just, insane, bro. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I, I um. Yeah, when I, I set out from school for a semester, bro, moved out there. My my dad was out there. Um, and I had full intention of moving out there completely, bro. It's just a different experience, bro. I feel like. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a different experience. It's a whole new realm. It's like whole new air, you know? 100%. I couldn't agree with you more, man. But um, kind of getting back into the journey, bro, because um, let's talk about the uh, Stephen F. Austin thing a little bit more, man. You said um, you've, you've kind of touched on it, bro. Uh, what are your feelings toward education, man? I feel like, um, again, you have a very inter- interesting perspective, man, because you, mm-hmm. you ultimately took the leap away from it and you kind of manifested your own dreams, bro. So I'm very interested, mm-hmm. man, what kind of went into that decision and, um, yeah, anything, however you feel about that, because I know it was a big decision for you. For sure, yeah. I, I mean, I love education. I love college. Like, it was cool. Like, I loved that experience. It's just I didn't, I wasn't passionate about what I was learning. Like, I, I liked it. It was cool, like I dental and I was a dental intern in my all my junior and senior year. Like it was really fun, but I was like, I don't want to do this for the rest of my whole life. Like I can't, I can barely pronounce these words. Like I'm not gonna do something that I'm passionate about. You know, at that moment, I was just like reading different books, I was listening to different podcasts, like you know, self help kinds of things to be a lot more optimistic, which is kind of successful for yourself. And I was, it's, oh, it always kept back with like, you know, do what you're passionate about. The best thing that you can do for the world and for yourself is being doing, working somewhere that you're passionate about because you'll eventually be good at it. And, you know, when you're good at work, you're helping the world in some kind of way. So right, that's such um, a dope thing, man. It's so important, bro, especially at the age we are now, man. Like, I feel like if you have, if you're going to take that leap, you have to take it now. And I'll be telling my friends, like, I tell my college homies, like, take a semester off, you know what I'm saying? It's the best time to take a leap right now. Like, just do it. Like, you might not know exactly what you're doing, but you'll find out on the way, you know? You just got to day one it, in a sense. You're not going to do everything yeah. in one day, but gradually you'll get it. Nah, man, I think that's a dope experience, a uh, dope perspective you have, rather. Um, so, um, I guess, try- you go ahead. Mm, I go to school now, too. Like, I'm, I'm enrolled back in school for fashion merchandising. So, that's like, dope. now educating myself with something I'm actually, you know, passionate about. So, like, it's, it's, it's a lot. Like, being at school now is, like, a whole new experience. It's like I'm there to really learn, like, wanting to consume this information like i feel like you know i'm in school for real yeah no, that's dope um i guess kind of more personal question because I, I know when i uh even uh, when i even had the idea of sitting out of college bro uh the the my parents were like on my head bro like they was completely against it bro i had to damn near uh fight with them to even get, get the idea out i mean uh, ultimately it was my decision but uh um, yeah i mean i just remember uh, wholeheartedly bro they were very much against that decision was that was there any type of conflicts you had to address when any sort of family making a decision like that because i feel like you know they're thinking like bro you've been in school your whole life man you gotta graduate you know what i'm saying so it's just supposed to be i mean yeah first they're like why you know but 
they start ultimately they they really understood and they really saw something that I was passionate about. Like they were never, I mean, they were they were gonna not gonna just be like, yeah, go ahead, freely do it. You know, my parents are like straight. They're not, you know, they don't agree with everything I'm gonna do, and that's okay. That's what they're here for. You know, they're here for me for my best interest to like succeed the best way I can. And it was just that vision wasn't implemented, and I wasn't implementing that vision to them strong enough for them to believe in me to a point where I could be like I'm stopping school you know so um it was just like when I did stop it was just it just was at a perfect time like I was it was just like winter break already like I was leaving to come back home so I can go to school in Houston so I didn't have to pay for the dorms in SFA anymore because I was like I didn't need to do that um but at that time I was like I might as well go to the Navy but you know all the things kind of lined up and one day we were just walking around and um, somebody was like, somebody was, oh, your Pelicos are as love, right? I'm like, yeah. And it was with them, like it was with the whole family. I think they're not an outlet mall. I don't know what, what it was, but it, they, they <laughs> saw that saw that sparkle in a sense of like that, that sparkle conversation that I don't think they ever experienced before from any of their kids yet, you know? So it was like a really, I guess like, oh, okay, something's working. You know, so yeah. they believe in me that, that much more. And just coming to my fashion shows, like they always come to my fashion shows and all of my things and pop-ups and stuff and always support it no matter what. So um, it's, they've always supported from day one, but they're seeing the vision more and more now, for sure. Yeah. When you, uh, when you left school, where were you at with Palicos? Were you Was this already a well-established thing? Were you already doing shows or what kind of on the timeline were yeah. you? We were doing shows. That we, were, we were probably on our second, yeah, we were doing our no, third show. And, um, we're always doing fashion shows. That's what really brought us up, like fashion. Like the first time we even launched the, the company, period, we did a fashion show, like five t-shirts, and then um, did another fashion show, and, uh, and another one. Yeah, we did three that month, not that month, but that that season. And in college, like right before I was leaving, like we were just kind of making tees, like just kind of bleaching shirt at college. Like we were just kind of designing, you know, clothes, like just being like a fashion um head or fashion like uh, producer at SFA for, for my you know group of people around me like you know I'll police their shirts or their friends and or they'll buy Palico's things and just do that we were just selling e-commerce you know we weren't mm. crazy nothing we, we weren't making anything crazy we were all just trying to sell the t-shirts that we had already had we already had and whatever new things that I would make like here and there like we were still kind of like baby stepping like just like finding different manufacturers finding different like t-shirt labels like i still haven't made the shoe you know so i was still just like making tees hoodies and just like kind of designing things and figuring out powerpoint and like photoshop and all that good stuff and photography yeah. so it was definitely at like a building block point like it, it was it was at college like palicos was in college at, like we were sending mm. orders and stuff we were there but it wasn't like yeah yeah. No, I think that's so important, man, because I feel like from the outside looking in, people, I don't say people, everyone, including myself, we'll, we'll look at the, I'm not going to say you're a finished product by any means, but we'll see how far you've come and we kind of ignore the whole journey. You just, from, from the from the Travis Scott to the fan yeah. pages to everything, man. Yeah, I mean, like, again, that's something I try not to do, man. I try to, like I said, this is why I have conversations with people like yourself, bro, who are who've done successful things at a young age, right? Because, again, we can shortcut that journey, man. But I feel like, like you've explained, man, you've done a lot of things to get where you are now. <laughs> yeah, like we were saying, uh, photo books and uh, home decor, man. When did Palico kind of transition from fashion to 
just about any type, any just about like this uh, brainstorm of ideas. I feel like it's just more than uh, what I would think to be just a fashion brand. Like you do a whole lot of shit, bro. Yeah, we're we're I just I can now we're uh, uh, what's called a design firm. That's what we we call ourselves now. Um, but I got I mean I've always been interested in in designing like like this product. It's just fashion was the first actual passion thing that I had. Like I cared about garments. I love you know researching about designers and fashion houses and that growth and you know when i figured out like that same effort or work ethic is put into every single kind of product it's just different items and different uses i was like all right let's get into it like whatever i was able to whatever i'm able to like google and find and like be able to create with or or create for i'm gonna do it because i just want to experience and learn that process like it can literally be anything it's like whatever is the most attainable at that moment or whatever is the most thing that i will want to make i'll just like google it or figure it out somehow and just kind of snoop around and find these i guess manufacturers or, or abilities to make these products itself because yeah. we design all the time like there's always ideas running through my head like when i'm at work i'm constantly thinking of different things like whether it's like an ear cleaner or like a different kind of pot or a, a light or, or journal or anything that like I feel like would be a success for someone and something good to add on for someone's like daily life I, w- I would like to make it and I'd like to make it palicose. Yeah I guess in doing all that has fashion has fashion remained sort of that that number one love of yours like has that remained sort of the that thing for you because like i said you do so many other things man i, I feel like how, how have you been able to keep that prolonged interest in fashion um i mean fashion is just like a, it's just a product to me you know it's like another it's like it's like my basketball like i still always basketball i'm always still gonna love it you know i'm always gonna be passionate about it but um i figured out how to do fashion or, or what to what i wanted to know with fashion so i'm ready to ingest my mind into something else too, you know, while still yeah. putting that exact effort into the fashion because I have that, you know, energy and want, want fulfillment from that, but also from these other products that I'm doing from like home decor. Like I ultimately like Palacos is a lifestyle and as a lifestyle, you can't just have one thing. Like it, have, it needs to be these other things because people have different consumptions or different things that they need or will want. And what can we do to make it their first thought of, oh, I like the way this is designed from Palico, so I'm gonna get this kind or uh, the other kind or whatever the case is. That's why it's our job or you know my job to design something useful and practical and you know fulfilling for myself and for the shopper. Yeah, is there a team of people that you work with or collaborate with frequently or how does this, uh, like how do you kind of construct everything? The most frequent person I like work with is my sister and that's like the most frequent person I can just like work with all the time like she's like my right hand person like always and then you know when I have need photographers if I'm not taking pictures or if I'm doing more collaborative things like lately it's just really just been me and her but in the beginning it's always been me and one of my friends Devin but mostly and just like people that I find off the internet to like kind of just help me whether if it's like fashion shows or stuff but it's like the most person that I like at my everyday person like my co-worker would definitely be me so yeah, yeah definitely- when did you, when did you jump into photography uh as soon as i started the band i was like someone has oh, to wow. take pictures, take pictures. Yeah. It, that was like a natural it wasn't like oh i'm passionate about photography and i want to take a yeah. picture i was like i'm gonna have a brand i had to take pictures of my product somehow let's 
make it good. It's so but, interesting, bro. If I go on your Instagram right now, bro, I'm, I'm going to assume you're a photographer and that's about it. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> I would too. <laughs> yeah, bro, because it's a lot of home decor and it's a whole lot of, it's a whole lot of plants too, man. What's up with you in plants, bro? <laughs> Yo, plants are just like, I don't know, like, I mean, people are appreciating plants, plants a lot more now, but like, plants is just are like is like to me plants are like looking at like a beautiful lady in a sense like mm, it's like that's a good way to look at it. it's like it's just a beautiful thing to see or, or to have it's refreshing it's like yeah no that's a great way to look at that i'm gonna start i'm gonna every time i see a plant i'm gonna start thinking of the most beautiful woman i could ever yeah, <laughs> a beautiful woman you know and it can be yeah. different from whoever else of course the perfect yeah and is a beautiful soul, a woman, an angel, or some kind of goddess like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people look at, like, I look at plants like that. I know you're big on water too, man. I'm not gonna lie. I'll tell you something. I, I let me tell you how much you've influenced me, bro. Uh, I used to write for newspapers, man. And every time I would publish an article, I publish an article every single week. Every single week, I would post in my comments, drink more water, or something along those lines every single week, bro. And I got that straight from you, man. I'm gonna tell you, because you definitely. <laughs> Yeah, bro, best thing to say, like drink more water. You know, I know people right now, like, oh, it's important. Drink water. I'm like, oh, or enough water. Like, you need to drink more. It's water. important, like, man. Like, as much as like, it's like, okay, whatever. Like, you know, meditation, yeah, whatever. No, like, water is like so essential. Like, yeah, man. We young, we young guys. Like, we gotta, you know, what I'm saying it's. Uh, like I said, I'm all about self-help and then betterment man i know you talk about this too like i don't know what it is but uh especially as of late you know from therapy to all types of different things man i'm all for that bro i really am like i just started seeing a therapist this summer consistent meetings just about once a month you know what i'm saying and i don't know i've always kind of just coming up bro i've always tried to figure out like how can i improve in some way you know mm -hmm. and i feel like we don't I feel like we as a society, as a generation, we don't really always, I feel like now, like you said, we've kind of taken that initiative, but I mean, it's so important. From drinking water, little things, drinking water to mental health, like it's so important, bro. It's so important. How much do you care about yourself? Exactly, exactly, man. Yeah, bro, it's, it's, it's yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I hope people watching this, man, if they don't hear from me, I hope they hear from you, you know. They're gonna watch this. For sure, for sure, man. So, you know, Drake's two hour long, um, what's it called, interview? Yo, that's a movie interview. Who has a two hour long interview? Joe Rogan. Crazy. Oh, he does? Oh, bro, he does three hours. He, he'll, he'll be on for three hours, bro. Yeah, that's you got to check out Joe Rogan's podcast. Actually, don't check out Joe Rogan's. We're not, pro we're not promoting any of the podcasts. <laughs> never mind, never mind, never mind. It's just high yellow podcast, high yellow podcast, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> can't promote nobody else on the, on the pod exactly. um but yeah like we were saying man uh bro i just what i again i, I guess I'll, I'll go back to the show i attended man because i just remember being the middle what was it like what was the vibe what was like the energy bro, it was it was it was insane. First of all, I, I i hit you up in the dm this is i think this is our first interaction ever because i hit you in the dm because it said showcase I was like, what the hell is a showcase? I was like, what does this mean? Because I'm a, I, I, I've actually walked in shows, so I, I know what a fashion show is. I mean, everyone does. Yours said showcase, and it was distinct. I'm like, what the hell is this? 
that just made me so happy. Wait, what showcase though? Was it in like a? Um, oh, it's yeah, it's uh, right. It was in the middle of Houston. Um, jeez, uh, it was 2019. 2019. Was I, like, was there like tea in there? Yes, 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 yes. The match of tea, the match of tea. You collaborated with them. Was with the model standing on like wooden planks? Yes, that's it. That's it. That's actually one of my most favorite showcases I've ever done. Like, I want to do more of those so bad when all this stuff is like. Honestly, I feel like yeah, definitely though. Like, what was so what was so great about that one for you? Why why that one? Why was that dope? It was fresh. It was very fresh. When I feel fresh about a project. I'm like, yeah, I, I did something there. Like, I, it was, I did it correctly, the way I wanted to. And, um, you know, I mean, everything I do, like, I love when I do it. I appreciate it. But I know there's always, like, tweaks to it. But that showcase, I was like, okay, we did that showcase really correctly. Like, I got exactly what I wanted, like, systematically. Like, I got, you know, the message I wanted to put across there. Like, it was just done really thoroughly. Um, I agree, and, yeah. Thank you. But I'm glad that was the first one you went. That was, that was, was that the first thing that you ever went to? The very first one, bro. I don't even know. I think I, I just saw it on Instagram, bro. And I uh, I just came through, man. It was fire. I'm glad you enjoyed that. That was like, that was a lot of a lot of work. That one. That was good. like fun work, though. It wasn't even like work. Like, it's not even work. It's just like fun. I'm, it's so much fun creating that element. Yeah, man. It's, it's so much. Bro, that's, that's sort of similar how I think about this podcast, right? It's like, I, I, I don't consider this work, man, because it's like, it's something I've been wanting to do for a long time, right? And uh, I finally took the initiative during this pandemic to kind of pursue it, bro. And it's been, it's been fun, bro. It's been mad busy and time consuming, but it's just, it's a good experience. It is super fun, yeah. Especially during the uh, pandemic, it's like the best time I can just talk to somebody, like, let's do a podcast. It's the best you yeah. can do. Yeah, I guess one, um, Speaking of just, because uh, I, I heard in an interview, bro, you, uh, when you're kind of picking different spaces for different events and showcase, I think the first thing you said was something along the lines of, you look at the, oh, I think it was when you attend different shows, the first thing you look at are the hangers. Yeah. Yeah, tell me about that. Uh, that's, a, that's a very perfectionist thing. Yeah. <laughs> thing, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, is that a true, is that a true thing? Water, hold on, that was such a good point. <laughs> hey bro we might have to get sponsorships for these waters bro i'm not gonna lie i'm i'm about to need some water sponsorships for these pods <laughs> that's the next thing my girlfriend's on this on this call too and she's like laughing because the questions are like good and she knows i'm actually genuinely very excited but no okay shout out but shout, no, out. shout but, out to your sister yeah for sure um what's it called oh i was saying you yeah the hangers the hangers the hangers yeah yeah, no, that's, like, super important. Like, when you go to anything, like, the hangers to me is, like, fashion-wise, like, retail-wise, merchandising, like, you can tell the quality of the product just by looking at the hangers sometimes. Mm. Um, or the presentation. That I mean, the quality might be good, but the hangers, like, is huge to me. Like, if it's, like, I mean, I know, you know, limited the supplies, limited resources and stuff, but you can always get something and make it look like it's supposed to be there like you can just tell when it's not supposed to be there like in merchandising especially fashion merchandising you can tell so fast and hangers is like the really big thing i've noticed like you know going to houston one i'm not saying it's a bad thing but like check your hangers bro check your hangers <laughs> <laughs> for sure man for sure uh let me ask you let me ask you this uh being a fashion designer during a pandemic man what's kind of that what's been obviously no shows i don't think you've done any shows 
uh, no shows, no showcase. Uh, what kind of, uh, how's it been for you, bro? Like, what's, uh, I know you are, you do a lot of things, man. So I feel like shut down. It's kind of, how's it kind of affected you? It's it, I mean, it hasn't affected us too badly. I mean, we just still kind of, the only thing that's affected, like, the shows and stuff. But, like, what that wasn't really a huge thing. It was more like, now we get to focus on actually designing and being more marketable and, like, actually designing, you know, home products. Like, honestly, this was one of, I think this is one of the best things that happened to e-commerce because now you're really creating and you're really thinking about what is the best thing for someone's personal life because about 75% of the people that live on this world now stay at home 85% of their life, 85% of their time now, you know, unless you're working, you know, but mostly everyone's at home. So, you know, instead of making clothes as much, we get to start making like personal things like books or like, you know, uh, towels or anything that's more essential. And we still make clothes, like we're still designing clothes, but it's not that big of a priority. It's more like bags or like accessories and stuff like yeah, that, yeah. you know, that's probably like last on to one thing. And I, I'm glad people know that. So it's like when you do want clothes and you're like craving it, then you buy the clothes that we do make when we make them in Definitely. Sense, you know? So it's, a, it's been a really good balance for sure. Like e-commerce brands are winning. If you want to win, you're winning. If anyone says they're not winning, it's because you're not trying hard enough. 100%. 100%. Mm. You have so mm. much time now to try. Bro, I was just talking to one of my guys about this, man. I, if you're not pursuing your goals right now, bro, I either you don't care about those goals or it, you or you just don't love it as much as you say you do. Like we've just it's just been too I feel like this is you have to tap into that potential right now. Like you just have to. And I would hope people watching this, they've already started because it's just mad important, you know? Start now. Like don't be scared to like mess up. Like the mess up part's the best part. That's when you really learn. When you mess up, you learn real quick and then you figure out how, if you're passionate about it enough, you're like, how can I do it even better? Because when you do something that's not correct, you're on the path, the, the next thing is you're on the path to do something greater. You know what I mean? So it's like the next, I guess, chapter and next yeah. thing that would happen. No, it, it's so important, bro. And I think it's mad important that people hear it from you, especially, man, especially with all the success you've uh, had to, you've sort of accumulated over time, man. Um, are there any mess ups, I guess, that uh, kind of hindered you in a sense that you had to kind of bounce back from in this, uh, any, anyone that stood out? So many, um, a lot, so many times, but those are like, brother, if it's like, um, um, I don't see them as mistakes, it's just like things that like happen and it's like, eh, we won't do it again, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, won't use that hanger. <laughs> yeah, <we'll>, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, another would be like, these we're going to be in this like uh, event kind of thing and these people are like, you know, it's $500 to get an event, but you know, like Topshop, you know, representatives, Urban Office, whatever, it was like, you know, legit kind of fashion things. And it was cool, but I was in Japan at the time, so they were, I was like, um, I had a team that was doing that, helped me do it, bless their hearts for doing that for me. And um, it was like $500, but it was like the first time I ever paid for something like, like to be in a booth. Usually people like come to us and like let us be in it for free or like a couple hundred, like a couple you know for like hundred dollars or 50 whatever the case may be and i'm like hey, i'm down but it was the first time it was 400 so i was like okay this might be a step up like this might be like you know corporate this is how you got to get into corporate i'm cool it's cool i have enough for that but you know i spent it but it was not anything that they said it was and it was oh, like that was man. super old thing i've never like you know i mean i've spent money and lost it but not to a point where it was like i didn't gain 
too too much from it you know like that four hundred five hundred dollars so i was just like okay so whatever that was a mistake um that was like probably the biggest thing i have all the other things are just like little things but if it's like you know not being able to um ship things on time like figuring out different ways to ship merchandise um just like different systems like that but not, nothing everything has been like controllable because i work retail and i kind of know how to like control it to a point where it's nothing like you know what i mean we've spent it like most things would be like but that's with everything you know spending money as much as spending all the money and um, and that and that and then just paying it all back you know it's just like a learning experience it's a beautiful learning yeah. experience that you get to like build up and kind of learn from it's just life but you just get the experience that, for sure and if we're talking about if we're talking about money uh purchases at all man i recently i actually booked a flight to tokyo about that's two good. months ago yeah, man. Obviously, uh, Air Canada, y'all better have insurance because we don't know what's gonna happen. Uh, we we pray. I'm praying that. Uh, I just actually applied wait, my passport. Wait, what? When is it? When is it? When it's going? in. It's uh end of December. Okay, I'm sure you'll be able to go. I'm sure. I'm praying, I'm sure. bro. I need that experience. I've never left the country. I need the experience. Yeah, that's you did a great thing. You did a great. Thing. Just, just great yeah, I'm hitting you up for all the spots and everything. I just applied for the passport like two days ago, so we're praying. Yeah. We're praying, That's bro. Man. That's good that you're getting that and going to you're gonna have a great time. It's gonna be very inspiring too. Very inspiring. I think so. I think so, man. Like I said, I need it for I just need it for me, bro. Um let's talk about Houston for a little bit, man, because uh what are your thoughts on Houston? Cause I feel like it's just this hub of creativity, man. I feel like there are a lot of creatives that come out of Houston. That's kind of the reason I like it so much. I prefer Austin. I live in Austin now. Uh, but I can appreciate Houston, bro, because there are so many creatives like yourself who just, who take the initiative to kind of just chase out their dreams and rappers, designers. Like, I, Houston's the most creative place I know. Grant, I've lived here for a while. But uh, what are you, what, what, how do you feel about Houston, being a young creative? Houston is... Uh, energy force that if you're a young if you're a creative period and you want to do something do it in houston houston's like the test hub of whatever you want to do because there's a clientele for you, you just kind of have to build it and be consistent with it if you want it to yes. there's like it, it's it's there it's there you just have to consistently be there also because you can fall off in a sense yeah. or you don't you don't ever really fall off ever it's just you're not doing what you got to do for your thing that you have for you're just not passionate about it as much like you can literally it's a beautiful and this thing with houston it's very supportive it's very supportive it People really is that, but i don't really see I don't, i'm not like relationship you know in a sense of understanding how they feel it's just like you just another creative creating things at the end of the day you know you just support what you think is needs to be supported and it goes from there let me ask the i think i gotta oh go ahead go ahead yeah, everyone bouncing off, 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 bounces off of each other too. It's like when there's a creative here, there's another one there. So it's like always consistent, which is amazing. Because what I love about it, what I also love about Houston, is the more creative that pop up, the more and more and more pop up also. Because now they're building a bigger fan base of people knowing that there's a lot of creatives in Houston. We're building that like some sort of world in a sense with the more of us, and it's a beautiful realm. It's a beautiful sense. So yeah, I gotta argue. I got a good question. How, how, if had you stayed in Tokyo and you were in Tokyo right now, do you think you would be able to pursue these current endeavors in the same way, or not only pursue, but would you? Do you think you've had? The, would you have had the same success had you 
stayed in Tokyo. And at this same time right now, do you think you've kind of endured the same success had you, if you would have stayed out there? Most definitely. 100%. Okay. Maybe to a higher degree. Not probably the same as here, but like over there, yeah. they were probably different, you know. I guess I'm asking from like a culture thing, like you said, because obviously I've never been, I can't speak on this. I'm very ignorant toward it, of course. Um, but, you know, I, I just Houston being such a supportive environment, like you're saying, I guess you're saying Tokyo is, is, is very similar. Right. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I was never in it, but I know, like, if you're, like Tokyo is very supportive of creators, you know. I know Japanese and Black, like, a mixed kid, like, you know, so it's like we're bringing two different cultures to something for Japan, you know. It's like, like I can't wait to, like, I know I'm going to move back to Japan soon one day and do the same thing I do here, but over there, in a sense, you know. It was just the same exact system, but just different cultures, in a sense, you know. Like, I was just lucky enough that Houston was also a creative hub like Tokyo like you know the creative hubs like Tokyo Los Angeles you know, New York um Chicago you know different places in you know that that have like Toronto like creatives that are starting up I guess it's a great place to be and I was blessed enough to live in a place like Houston to do those endeavors you know in, in an American way yeah do you think um I, I wanted to ask you this earlier, actually, because you, like we've mentioned, that you do so many other things. Um, do you first, do you see yourself staying sort of in this, in fashion specifically, or do you kind of see yourself over time moving into more home decor and uh, designing more home essential needs things? Like, again, yeah. I see, I mean, I'll, yeah, of course. I see, I see Palacos in every single, anything that you can consume, like I see Palacos in it, you know, like, like, Ralph Lauren sells clothes and they also do, do home decor and stuff like that or, or fragrances and stuff. But I kind of want to do the same thing. Like I see Palicos in every single, anything that we touched, we're going to be there on that spectrum for someone, you know, maybe not, if somebody might like Palicos because of photo books, but don't even know that we sell, we make clothes also, but they're there for the photo books. And that's okay. Because um, someone else right next door is shopping the t-shirts, you know, or, or the hoodies. Yeah. So, it's, it's a balance that's what I've always wanted like I didn't want one kind of consumer base like that's fun but it's also kind of like boring in a sense like I think brands can be a lot more diverse now because you have the ability to be diverse if you I mean I was just passionate about products so that's what I want to do you know with and I want to be good at each of those products in, in a sense or have some kind of like um, notoriety or, or understanding of you know the things that we make but yeah, we'll definitely be in all realms. So, five ever. You got any more uh, mixtapes coming out, bro? Yes, we have a well, bro. At the end of the at the end of the year, hopefully by the end of the year, I think um, I love Pink Milk. I love this first project. It was like the first like project that we were just like you know I just want to kind of let people hear what we can make, just to let them know what's up. So it, it took like two months to make it. So I just wanted to make like something like build up something real quick and just put it out for the world and um, just to see that, that flow, like what people like most. So when we make this album, we have that understanding of like what direction we can go into with people. Yeah. Like it was, it, was, it was fun, but yeah, we have something, more things coming, singles too and stuff. So I'm excited for all those th and more music videos. That's what I'm very oh, you, about. Oh, I didn't even know you were doing the music videos. Dude, you can put a music video on this one. No, I'm kidding. Maybe if you want, but no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We have a music video, yeah, um, for Bliss right now. Very clean, amazing. It's very, I have a great team behind Pink Milk. Shout out to Celine Hills. Like, 
those are our brothers, 8,000%. For sure. I guess one of the last few things I want to touch with you, uh, bro, um, you've been more than gracious to time, bro. I appreciate you uh, taking the time out of your day, man. Yeah. Um, You're a very positive individual, man. I remember meeting you, bro, just all smiles, just shaking hands with everybody, just just a naturally positive human being. And I feel like that's important. uh, And that's why I wanted to have you in the pod, bro, because I feel like you're just a naturally positive guy. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I think it's a dope thing. And it's the type of people you want to kind of get to know. You know, hopefully we grow from this, you know. So um, why? (laughs) Why why are you... what has kind of shaped your character to be such a positive human being, do you think? Man, my mom gave me this book called The Secret one day. I was like, I was like 14 years old. I mean, I was always, I've naturally always been like a happy kid, positive, but you know, there's time where I thought some sad things like, you know, everyone else. And um, my mom gave me this book called The Secret and it was like the first book I ever read and it was just talking about optimism how to optimize your life to the maximum to be happier and more content with it and like the law of attraction you know words like thank you and stuff and be more grateful for the things that you have and it's something that's clicked in me like you know, just be grateful for more things and be more optimistic because the world needs that because i realize there's not so much optimism in the world what really like kind of shifted me into like pursuing being an optimist was coming to Houston and doing fashion because I just saw it was everyone just kind of negative in a sense, you know, not as like happy as they could be over there or I wanted to be dark. And it was like, oh, why? It, it, yeah. it, I was, I didn't refresh. I mean, some people love that and I respect it. Like, let's do that. But I know there's people out there that want to be happy and joyful and optimistic and just kind of enjoying life as much as they can. Those were the kind of people I wanted to be around. Be around you, yeah. And, literally means positivity creativity and belief and it's like you know we use our brand to spread optimism you know for these conversations like this like ultimately like when you figure out how it goes and anytime you talk to any of us it's like we're always talking optimism more in the most optimistic way as we can so yeah. we're not like preaching it down we're just kind of like showing you that you can be more optimistic like yeah yeah, that's such an important thing, bro. I think it goes with, again, manifesting your dreams, bro. Because I could speak from, I've, I've probably been a, a pessimist for the majority of my life, bro. I feel like it, it took me in, it, I didn't, I wasn't rooting for nobody. I'll probably take, I'll tell you frankly, I wasn't really rooting for anybody, man. And it, I feel like it has a lot to do with, I wasn't chasing my dreams, right? And, and it, it took me to launch, it took me into launching this podcast where, it's, where I've kind of been able to put others before myself, right? And I feel like that's kind of where it started, like, you know, this isn't always about you, dog. Like, it's just mm-hmm. not. And I feel like you're just a part of it. You're just one part of it. We're yeah, just ex- one part of it. Yeah, exactly. But I don't know. I, I guess my, but I just hope we just got, you just got to manifest your own dreams, man. Because I don't know. It just, like you said, I feel like your dreams, it, it's brought so much joy to you. And like this podcast brought so much joy to me. So I don't know. I guess I just tell people, man, just chase your dreams, man. It's cliche. Exactly. It sounds. Make sure you love what you're doing. You don't mind doing it for free for the rest of your life because ultimately you're going to get paid to do all the things that you love doing. But you just got to enjoy it. Like wake up and if you weren't getting paid for it, what would you want to do? What would make mm. you the happiest? There's literally a job for picking colors for Pantone. Like, Guys, there's something out there. Yeah. Out there. I, want, I want that job one day. I want to like or do a collaboration one day. Like, 
as Lewis gets to pick the color of the year. Hello, what's up? <laughs> yeah. That'll be the whole thing. Yeah, man. Listen, bro, uh, you've been more than gracious with your time, man. I can't thank yeah. you enough for even coming on the pod, bro. It's been a yeah, dope man. conversation yeah. to have with you. For sure. I'm glad that you had, um, if you got, got everything that you needed, thank you so much for having me. Thank you.